0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to Live Live. Joe at RT.ie. Last week, the government announced the establishment of a Citizens' Assembly, 99 members of the general public and independent chair, to examine a range of issues about drug use in Ireland. Um, and the, the Citizens' Assembly will ask to consider the legislative policy and operational changes the state could make to significantly reduce the harmful impacts of illicit drugs on individuals, families, community and uh, wider society. And along with that, uh, for some reason, a load of TDs and, and well, they are legislators, were asked about their own drug use and the most comprehensive uh, catalogue of it is in yesterday Sunday Independent by Hugh O'Connell. Uh, Green Party TD NASA Horrigan said she tried cannabis and ecstasy. She also uh, went, went on to say uh, that there are two bars in Leinster House, many smokers and vapours on the campus, so alcohol and nicotine use is frequent. This drug use is regulated by the state to minimise the harm from both these drugs and that harm reduction and that harm reduction approach is exactly what we should do with a currently illicit drugs. So what's what's that saying? Um, it is Sinn, Sinn Féin TD Owen O'Brien said he took drugs in late teens, early 20s, without specifying which. Labour TD Aon O'Riordan said he smoked cannabis. Thomas Pringle, Violet, Violet and Gwyn said they uh, they smoked uh, cannabis. Desi Ellis uh, said uh, cocaine has become a major substance and you, you see it in pubs, you see it everywhere. You even see it in Dal Aaron. There's cocaine in Dal Aaron. We presume he will tell the guards. Um, he said he took a pull out of a cigarette and weed uh, 50 years ago. Junior minister on citizens set up the Citizens' Assembly on Drugs Policy and Public Health, uh, Hildegard Nocton. She, yes, she said she tried cannabis in, in her 20s. Leo Varadkar said he tried cannabis. Green Party... Uh, uh, leader Eamon Ryan has admitted I've been a, a recreational user for user of cannabis for 20 years. He said, but I'm not a pothead. Junior Minister Pippa Hackett said in 2020 she had smoked some cannabis, but she did not dabble in acid or ecstasy. Ecstasy is a killer. I presume people know ecstasy is a killer. And there's a batch of ecstasy apparently going around Dublin at the minute, which is a killer. Um, Health Minister Stephen Donnelly has also admitted smoking cannabis, trying other dr- drugs without specifying. And he said, he told Hot Press, I'm just not going to go down any of those lines. Unfortunate use of the word. If that's okay, he told Hot Press when asked um, if he had taken uh, cocaine. And the list goes on and on and on. Now, uh, Annette Kinahan. Annette, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. Do you believe, like many of the politicians, they should simply have not answered that question? Um, I'm coming from the point of view of a mother who lost a child to drugs, who would have started off with cannabis, which is a gateway drug. I don't think... Drugs are drugs, regardless of what uh, type you use. And you have no idea from the start when you use it, where you're going to end up. Those ministers were very lucky that they didn't um, continue down the rabbit hole and end up uh, addicts um, like my son and others 
like I know of mothers who lost their children to one tablet of ecstasy. You know, like mm-hmm. they're glorifying and saying, "Oh, I did it and I'm okay, so let's legalize it." Well, they were they, asked. They, well, they're not saying that specifically, but they were asked, and yeah, again, they, they did answer. Now, yeah. if, if they did say, in fairness to them, maybe they all said at the end of their contribution, it's just maybe it's, there wasn't enough space in the Sunday. Maybe they all said, for God's sake, don't ever try ecstasy or don't ever do cannabis. And uh, There's loads of evidence at this stage about, about psychosis. So what do you think? It's, in the back, it's, it's against the background of the government establishing, es- establishing a citizen's assembly about so the drugs. So where are they going to pick these citizens from? Well, they're picked are by they an opinion. Are they going to do their research? Are they going to look into how many of our current drug addicts who are strung out on our streets started off on cannabis and ended up where they are? Are they going to look at the statistics of those that smoked cannabis and ended up with mental illness as a result? Are they going to look at the devastation that's going through our cities with fast gas and everything else? Like, mm-hmm. we are under siege with drugs. Well, do you think do you think the politicians should have simply just refused? He said, "No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to say I did or did not take cannabis. I did or did not take ecstasy because that gives the impression that somehow, as you say, I survived it. I got through it." Yeah, I don't think they should have answered on the grounds that they are representing people that have been devastated by drugs. How do you think people feel reading that yesterday and knowing that they lost their children to drug addiction, knowing that they had their families torn apart like mine? I am anti-drugs from start to finish. Like, really, I have lived through the devastation of drugs. Well, what about, the, what, what about which is an argument put forward by a lot of people and it's put forward, in this case, by Nessa Horrig and the Green Party TD. There are two bars in Leinster House, many smokers and vapours are on the campus, so alcohol and nicotine use is frequent. This drug use is regulated by the state to mis- minimise the harm for both these drugs and the harm reduction approach is exactly what sh- we should do with currently illicit drugs. So she's talking about we should be regulating the drugs. Okay. So now we're going to regulate something that they haven't been able to control in how many years? Like, there's never a drought on the streets. Where I live at the moment, the cannabis is being laced with liquid heroin. Like, it is ep- an epidemic. What, what does that and mean? They're going to put a plaster on us. Uh, have you heard? Oh, now, all ecstasy is bad. All ecstasy is mad. Yeah, we but don't it, import it anymore. They're all made here in Ireland, all the tablets. But they're killing young people. Absolutely. And these people are, are the standing fam- up and saying, I survived. You know, that's like a cancer survivor but, standing up and saying, well, I got cancer and I survived and giving people hope. But that's not giving anybody hope. That's saying, like, okay, you know, we were brought up with don't smoke because they're bad for you. And then we found out as adults, right, it's not so bad. And then we found out, well, it really is bad. And then then there's countries like New Zealand who are effectively, uh, over a time period, effectively abolishing smoking. And and anything we we learn about smoking, there, there are more and more and more... Restrictions Negative. put on it primarily yeah. by primarily by the legislators who were talking and and who say smoking is allowed. Why can't other drugs be allowed? But the thing is, smoking is it's taxed to the high high heavens to try and stop people smoking. Willie White five one double five one is a text number. Joe at rt.ie oh eight one eight seven one five eight one five. Willie, how are you, Joe? Good. Um, 
what, 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 you, 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 uh, is this fair to say you, can I identify you as a recovering drug addict? You can indeed, Joe, yeah. Okay. You can indeed, definitely. So what do you think of what? I don't know whether you, you heard. No, uh, I did. I heard, I heard everything the woman said and I, th- and I agree Rock, to a certain extent and some of the things I don't um, and, I, and I totally sympathise and empathise with her losing her child as I've lost a lot of you know, friends of mine and mothers and fathers that I know of friends of mine are in the same predicament that that woman is in and, 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 I, and I get that. I definitely get all that. I don't think what the ministers were saying that they survived anything. I think they were okay. asked an honest question and they gave an honest answer. Um, I mean, this society gives out about ministers that tell lawyers and now they tell the truth and they've been ridiculed that they survived something. They experimented. Like a lot of young kids in this country, Joe, it starts off as, you know, are you in the gang? Do you want to drag mm-hmm. this? Do you want to take some of this? Do you want to take some of that? And taking drugs for a forced time on recreational use some people can take it and walk away from it, uh, like the ministers, which, you know, I, I, I commend and I take my hat off that they can do that. But there's a small minority of people who are dealing with issues in their life, be it trauma, be it stuff that's mm. going on at home, that feel comfort and feel solace and feel as if they've been hugged and feel as if they've been loved by this substance that has taken them. When you hear people saying, I'm out of my head, that's what drugs done to me. They took me out of my head from the stuff that was down on at home and they okay. gave me shelter in something good. And unfortunately for me, it led on to a different path and I ended up becoming a drug addict. My, my dreams and ambitions in life was never to be smoking crack or never to be taking heroin. Okay. I had different dreams and aspirations of what I wanted to be. But there is a small minority of people that are suffering with other issues than just the drug and they find it in that and it becomes then an addiction. And obviously with so addiction what do you think about, and with everything... And Annette, Annette believes, well, I, 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 I'll ask, I know, I know this because um, the notes have been given, but Annette believes that this Citizens' Assembly and all this talk about I took cannabis, I took exe, is to soften people up for the legalisation of drugs. What do you think of that? Well, that's just one theory. I, 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 don't think, I, I don't think that any drug... Um, should be should be legalised in this country, uh, whether that's weed, whether that's cocaine, whether it's fast gas, whether it's anything that does that that alters the mood of a person for the wrong reasons. Um, I, I, I believe, and, and come here, I, I'm not one to say that cannabis should be legalised as well, because yes, I do believe what she said that cannabis is a gateway drug. Cannabis does lead to other stuff. Cannabis can lead to psychosis, which can cause a person, and I'm speaking from personal experience, to end up in psychiatric hospitals and institutions, which I have over my lifetime, from smoking weed and and smoking hash. But what I'm saying is that why should the government and the guards and the taxpayer waste their money on a young lad that's walking down the street with two or three grams of weed in their pocket that's for their own use to drag them all the way through the system when the money could be put into rehabilitation and to help people who are on drugs. But isn't cannabis effectively decriminalised in Ireland, the possession of it, not the sale of it, obviously? It's decriminalised. It's not legal, but it's... No, I'd I'd agree with you, Joe, but it's not legal, exactly. So therefore, it's still an illegal drug which can carry, depending on the guard, I would say, because I know lads from my area that have been stopped by guards and have had a bit of cannabis on them. They've let them on. Some of them have just took them off it and 
and told, you know, took it off them and told them to go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's grand. But I mean, when you're wasting taxpayers' money and you're wasting the okay, guards' okay, money okay, and now, everyone else involved back, when it could be done but, with something else. But come back to, to, to this thing of what we're hearing, and that is... Two things. One is this new Citizens Assembly and all the, not all, but a significant number of TDs. And Annette says they should they should have refused to answer the question um, because of without well maybe they should, if they uh, maybe they did go in and say or, or add and say please don't use drugs, but that's not quoted. But what about ecstasy, Willie? Yes, I, I, I wouldn't agree with ecstasy either, Joe. Ecstasy is is something that kills people. I mean. It happened, you know, that big thing in England with uh, Leah Bex, that time a 16, 17 mm-hmm. year old girl who died with the use of ecstasy. And I know I'm kind of, I, I, I'm jumping a little bit, Joe, but what happened to the injection, safe injection rooms in this country that were passed for people to use in? Yeah, and yeah. nothing was done about it. I mean, you've got addicts on the street. I mean, I'm talking from personal experience. No heroin addict wants to share his heroin or whole heroin. Yeah, yeah. They go off and they take it in a in a quiet place, in a back lane, somewhere, whatever, and they're dying. Whereas if they were in these safe injection places, a lot of people I know from my past, if they were there, they were supervised, they had clean uh, injecting paraphernalia, uh, syringes and uh, needles, all that stuff that goes with it that stops the spread of hepatitis C, HIV from sharing needles, it would be down it would be down an awful lot more statistically speaking. And this has not happened. People are just left dying on the mm. streets. I heard it, I heard a story this morning of a guy who was in a who was in a house and was there with a load of lads and he was dead on the chair for two hours before anyone knew. They thought he was asleep. Well, do you want to hear a story we've just heard from a house in West Dublin uh, last night? Go and, ahead, Joe, uh, yeah. And, and we rang the guards. The guards are conducting inquiries after a number of children, children, pre-teens, not teenagers, this is a guard statement, after a number of children required hospital treatment following an incident at a residence in West Dublin on Sunday the 26th of February. It's, it is understood that children became ill having consumed a product advertised as cannabis-infused edibles. Their conditions, thankfully, but they are in hospital. Their conditions are not life-threatening. Um, the product involved, this is, I'm, I'm reading out the Garda statement, so I'm not giving any information that we shouldn't be giving or encouraging people. The product involved are marketed as Runtz, R-U-N-T-Z, R-U-N-T-Z, sweets. Um, guide, anyway, guidance and safety advice about these substances have recently been made. So last night in a residence in West Dublin, uh, a number of children were hospitalised because they took these cannabis-infused edibles. Have you heard of, uh, heard of them, Willie? Yeah, they're called gummies. Gummies, OK. Yeah, and, and I, have, I have indeed. Well, yeah. Annette, tell me then, tell me. I don't want to... They're, the kids are using them. Like, the Minister there of Justice there two weeks ago came out and said that um, kids of 14 were being used as runners, you know, to carry stuff from one place to the other. He needs to take about five years off that realistically. Like, you talk, that chap there, Willie, had fair play to him for getting off drugs. He talked about people dying on the streets and the whole lot. Mm-hmm. And um, we're talking about these safe areas for people to inject. My son died with a needle in his arm in a dirty toilet and he was there for five and a half hours. If he had a, had somewhere safe to inject, I wouldn't have lost my child. Exactly. Like... 
that's the reality and okay. I'm not on my own. And, and I know of a chap that died in a phone box. I know a chap that got that vomited and died. I could, the list goes on. What do you there, think, Annette, what do you think can come out of a Citizens' Assembly set up about drugs? They also say they're going to ensure, just the minister who did say she smoked cannabis uh, years ago, I want to ensure that the voice of young people is heard at the Citizens' Assembly as they can be particularly impacted by drug use. But to this end, I've initiated a consultation with young people through Corlin and Oig uh, and youth drugs projects in disadvantaged areas which will be presented to the Citizens' Assembly. Uh, do, you, do you think the Citizens' Assembly is going to come out with any other um, conclusion rather than to, to uh, decriminalise or legalise some more drugs? Well, I'd love to think they would come out with the reality of the situation. I was talking to one of my grandchildren. I have eight grandsons, and two of them are 14. And I asked him, he's in second year in secondary school, about his exposure. He said some of his friends have taken molly. Some of them have smoked cannabis. Some of them have tried molly. Yeah, is a drug, a street drug. Some of them have tried coke. You see, this is the problem. These people that talk about one drug... There is a a list of drugs. I went back and I educated myself on drug and alcohol abuse because I needed to understand why I couldn't save my son. And Willie is dead right. My son's trauma of losing his father when he was five years of age led partly to his drug use. Had I known that, I could have maybe helped him and he might have survived. This is just the tip of the iceberg and what they're on about. They have no idea what it's like on the street here where I live and where other people live who are losing children left, right and centre to drug abuse. Okay, Molly Molly is a slang apparently for uh, ecstasy uh, or MDMA um, capsules of powder and even, wait for this, even first-time users of Molly, mother of God, even first-time users of Molly have died. And my was, grandsons are 14, Joe, and they are with their classmates have already tried these drugs. Good God. Christopher Hughes, Christopher Joe at RT.ie, 51551 is the text, and oh eight one eight seven one five eight one five. Christopher, your point, please. Joe, how are you doing? So, Good. look, I, I've... Um, temporarily relocated to Dublin um, John I've been here for the last five weeks and the reason being is both myself and my wife we uh, we uh, my wife gave birth to our first son on okay. the 1st of February uh, but he just came a little bit earlier than expected so um, he's up in Hollis Street at the moment but is thriving and doing well we had to relocate Brilliant. Brilliant. to uh, charity based accommodation and so our day Monday to Sunday currently at the moment and has been for the last five weeks uh, re- like is resulting in us having to get up in the morning we walk in from around Mountjoy Square where yeah. we're staying in charity based accommodation oh, we walk well, the whole yeah. way into yeah. Hollis Street um, and I have to say, we do that twice a day because uh, we spend about nine hours beside him sitting down on a chair. So it's the only okay. form of exercise we get in the day. But I have to say that there hasn't been one day uh, or w- one time mm-hmm. from the time that we've been walking in from the accommodation into the hospital where we have an encounter, first of all, several times along the walk, a strong smell of weed or cannabis along the street, whether that's passing by young males uh, who are smoking it like freely on the street they're either sitting on the side of the steps um, uh, doing it we, we, we've seen twice and I'm no expert in this situation but quite clearly in, in the time of day we saw I saw two people kneeling down under an archway grinding cannabis before to putting yeah. it into the thing I I 
I dread to think what people coming to Ireland um, and are staying in Dublin for a few days um, actually think because as we walk along Talbot Street, we see a lot of tourists there, but you can't walk, I'd say, 100 yards, 100 metres without coming across the smell of cannabis. Like, I lived in Dublin for seven years uh, and Mm. I've previously come down home, I've relocated for work, and so I'm back up in Dublin for the first time in three years and I actually think the problem has gotten ten times worse. Yeah. And to, to hear um, our politicians, people in position of power, coming out and normalising the use of these drugs, and especially when we live in a society where young people today are so easily impressionable, and they, they, you know, they're struggling, like, growing up is hard enough as it is, and to hear, like, you know, one message being delivered at them, which is never get involved in drugs, cannabis is a gateway drug, if you take this, you'll end up, you know, potentially get using more harmful substances. And then they hear people in position of power, who are supposed to be leading by example, coming out as if it's okay to say that they've used these drugs uh, before, as if they're trying to, I, I don't know, kind of, you know, resonate with, with, with somebody. I don't know who they're trying to resonate with. Well, you it, see, it, it's, and I put this to the three of you. Say that, Christopher, and, and it's good news on your baby, isn't it? Please yeah, God. fantastic. Yeah. He's tried brilliant. to say one. Thanks, brilliant. thanks to God. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Um, uh, and uh, I'm, 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 I put this to Annette and Willie and Christopher. This, this, these are the terms of reference. The Citizens' Assembly will be asked to consider the legislative policy and operational changes the state could make to significantly reduce the harmful impacts of illicit drugs on individual families, communities and wider society. Now, given, given that one of the, the government TDs that was asked and she, she revealed she took ecstasy, then went into saying, well, look at alcohol, which is what people say, and look at smoking. Surely they should have set up a citizens' assembly saying, how can we reduce the consumption of alcohol and eliminate smoking in our society? And you have to remember, Joe, when you buy a package of cigarettes, they are, bought, they are made legally, you know exactly what's in them. Okay, okay, it's the take... same when you buy a bottle of alcohol. Well, it's not when what you they say... buy weed and you buy anything else, you don't know what it's cut with. But isn't that part of the argument? The, the, the phrase that was used was uh, these the smoking and drinks are regulated, so why don't we regulate drugs? That would make them so safer. So our government is now going to start buying no, they're not, drugs. They're, no, they're not, they're not. But there's no... Like, How sh- can they control something that they have no control over as it stands? How can they uh, police something that is brought in illicitly, we don't know from where and what's in it? Like, that's trying to catch a a bag of wind and sell it to somebody. And Willie, what do you think of that point that um, people make? Oh, well, look at the alcohol, look at the pubs. When the pubs were closed during the lockdown, people were going mad and that's a drug. Um, But but there's no Citizens' Assembly, as you know, being set up to how can we reduce... The uh, the no, sales of alcohol or the sales are abolish cigarettes f- full stop. I'm going to tell you something. The worst drug in this country is drink, without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, the only difference between drink and drugs is that one is wet and one is dry. They'll both get you to the same destination, but drink will take you a little bit longer to get there than drugs will. Uh, they brought out zero, zero uh, drinks for people in bars, which is the same price as an ordinary drink. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think if we had non-opiate heroin on the streets of Dublin, that people would use that if it was costing you 20 quid, the same as ordinary heroin, which is costing you 20 quid? I don't think so. I think, I think the market of the drinks industry 
needs to put that sure drink out there. Yeah, well, maybe we have <laughs> Willie, Willie, what you're, well, you're saying, either one or two things. One, that we need to uh, have a citizens' assembly about smoking and drinking rather than uh, rather than legalising drugs. Or, or, no, or on the other hand, you're saying that smoking is regulated and drinking is regulated, so therefore we should regulate ecstasy. No, no, we should no, have I'm a... De- I'm de- I agree. To me, drink, drinking is legal and smoking cigarettes are legal, Joe. Ecstasy is illegal. Like. But, this but the, the reality is, that is that drink... But the, the reality is, and people don't look at this, is that drink and alcohol and cigarettes kill more people in this I country know that, I know than that, illegal but drugs. So, so where, does that, where does that circular argument bring you? So therefore, th- th- that's used as an argument to decriminalise, to legalise other drugs. I, I, Think they should look because there's nothing at a worse drug, than a that. drug. A drug is a drug, Joe. Whether it's tobacco, whether it's alcohol, whether it's opiates, whether it's cocaine. Well, they haven't set up. Let's be clear. Let's let's be clear. They haven't. And the the, the bizarre thing in the statement is that the the government welcomed uh, welcoming the government decision. Why wouldn't you welcome your own decision? They have a great welcome for a great welcome for themselves. But there's no, no, exactly. But on a handful of uh, impacts of illicit drugs, maybe they should have been saying, "Can we look at the impact of drink and smoking on society, and how can they be reduced?" Like they have in New Zealand. Sandra Bourne, your point, please, Sandra. Hi, Joe. How are you? I tell you, I checked in with a similar uh, thing. Um, Number one, I think there's as much damage done, if not more. With drink, in my view. Yeah, we know all that. Yeah, so, so the should, um, should. Well, hang on. I, I know that argument. I don't know where it gets us. Does it get us to, to a question? Should we have a citizens' assembly on the harmful effects of drinking? Uh, and yeah. how we can reduce it? But yeah. we don't. But we're not having a citizens' assembly on drink or smoking. We're having a citizens' that costs a lot of money. We're having a citizens' assembly on uh, illicit drugs and how ca- how can we reduce the harmful impacts of illicit drugs? Okay, that's what the citizens' assembly is about. If you think there should be a citizens' assembly on drinking, which I do, and smoking, and um, we should take the New Zealand line on smoking, well, that's a completely different thing. But the government have decided they want a citizens' assembly on illicit drugs. Now, do you agree or disagree, Sandra? I agree. Okay, why? I think, well, again, I'm concentrating more on the, if you like, cannabis. Um, I think there's, a, there's more than reasons for taking cannabis, which we all know, again, whether some people take it for pain, some people mm. take it for... And it doesn't always lead to, contrary to what a lot of people think, I know the small minority leads to heavier drugs. I don't think that's always the case. In my personal experience, people that have tried weed or whatever years ago or even smoke it today don't drink a lot and they don't go on to heavier drugs. And I think that in particular, and I think, can I also mention, Joe, very quickly, I think people that are complaining about the politicians admitting it, I think, I don't agree with that either. I think we would, they, can't, they can't win in that sense. Well, two, being two, well, honest. well, half of our callers so far have said they, they think the politicians were right. You think they were right as well? I do. Okay, so I that's 50-50. I mean, so well, so yeah, you, you, t- you talk about cannabis lied. and there is, there is moves and they're, they're moving ahead quite quickly about uh, the regulation of medicinal cannabis, which is manufactured by reputable companies or whatever in this country for, medis- for pain reasons. But uh, I don't know whether you've ever heard the Priory Hospital Group in the UK. They're the biggest group of uh, rehab uh, uh, hospitals for uh, drugs, as we know them. I didn't Ill- actually. Ill- illicit drugs, as the government called them. Um, 
The, the uh, leading addictions expert based at the Priory Hospital in London has issued a strong warning about the use of cannabis by young adults and its link with paranoid psychosis. His, his, figures, his comments come as figures show cannabis has caused more than 125,000 NHS hospital admissions in the UK in the last five years and about 15,000 of those cases involved teenagers, some of whom were rushed to A&E departments suffering serious psychosis. The number of cannabis-related hospitalisations per year in England has risen more than 50% to 2013. And I go back to this this statement that we have uh, from the Gardaí that last night in West Dublin, a group of children... Children, preteens, children were taken to hospital and required hospital treatment uh, after becoming ill, having consumed a product advertised as cannabis-infused edibles. What, what are they called again, Annette? What, gummies. Gummies, gummies, sorry, gummies. Yeah, that's the uh, and, and the name. Well, do you think, and the that's product scary, evolved yeah. and marketed as run sweets. Well, it sounds to me like, well, the Citizens' Assembly, I know you can't predict, but maybe the Citizens' Assembly say, well, maybe we should regulate gummies. If they're everywhere. <laughs> well, I don't, yeah, I, that's a, now, I have to say, it did scare me when I heard that part. I hadn't heard yeah. about that, these gummy things. But, you're only, but, but Sandra, your only response to that is, are we all drink, so what's the problem? No, no, no. I'm not saying that we all drink, what's the problem. I'm saying we should be looking at that as well. I mean, the hospitals, how many people were told how yeah, I know, many times? But there's nothing, there's, there's, there's nothing done on that. You saw Guinness advertising getting around the advertising and during the rugby matches by putting Guinness and then beside it they put zero zero on the pitch. On I the pitch. did notice that. I, I, pitch, I, I know yeah. I remarked that myself. Yeah, so no, I, I know, I know, I know Guinness, an ad yeah, in yeah. itself wouldn't send you to the pub. But anyway, 0818-715-8151-551 text. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. But Annette, as somebody has just pointed out, there's the Citizens' Assembly, OK, they have quite strict terms of reference, but there's but there's no there's no problem writing to them or sub- making a submission to them. They've, they'll have a big secretariat saying you should look at alcohol. No, and you know, while your ads were out there, I was just thinking, you know the way you go to the doctor and you get a prescription and you can be allergic to whatever the doctor yeah. prescribes? Yeah. So say we legalise um, the, the weed and somebody has a psychosis. Who's held responsible then? Yeah, good point, yeah. yeah. Because no two people react the same way to anything. And if that person has had mental illness, even five generations back, that can bring it straight forward and then we're into another problem. So can I then sue the government because they legalised it if it was one of my grandchildren or one of my children? As as I said earlier, one of the arguments made, and it was made by one of the TDs, saying that um, they talked about regulations. Alcohol is regulated. It's highly regulated. It's tested. The, The... the, the alcohol volume is tested. Um, that's regulated. But the, the point being made is, as far as I can read it into it is, it's made by a lot of people. Well, if we regulate alcohol and smoking, why can't we regulate gummies? Because it's not the same thing and it doesn't have the same effect. And while we know that drinking causes problems, smoking causes problems, you don't know what the gummies are going to do because it's not the same in every person. I know other people have different tolerance for alcohol and 
some people mm-hmm. become alcoholics and some people can take it and leave it. And we have enough problems with those two substances without adding a thought. And we know Gummies landed a load of kids from West Dublin Absolutely. in the hospital last night. And who made them? And what was in them? And how can a doctor treat them because they don't know exactly what they took? Like, it's a minefield. Yeah, Sarah, good afternoon. I'll go back to Sarah in a sec about, about Ballymun. She wants to move to the issue of Ballymun, which I, which I, which I understand. Um, so, Annette, would you, would you make a submission to the Citizens' Assembly? I'd love to be on the Citizens' Assembly. And what would you say? I'd say no across the board. Full stop. Full stop. No, no, and no again. Because then where do you think they're pushing the line? So where's the next push? Coke is legal. You know, when, where does it end? Have they looked at the devastation that's in our country? Have they seen how many people have died? How many families have been well, torn, well, torn well, apart? Annette, you, you, you know... And I know it's your it was it was your boy's anniversary in January. Am I right? Am I, yeah, yeah, it was ten oh, John, years past. John, John, John. Yeah, yeah, God rest him. And I'm thinking, please God, if Christopher's new baby and he'll grow up to be uh, 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 happy and healthy, that's the main thing. Um, and he has a right so, to grow up yes, in a country yes. where he's safe. Yeah, yeah. You know, like when I gave birth to my son, I didn't look at him in his in his cot and say, "My wish for you is you die of a, an overdose." You know, um, my son paid the ultimate price for the road he travelled on. No, nothing else can be done to him. But, but his family were left devastated. Like my when when John was born, I had hopes and aspirations for him. He had hopes for himself. They were not fulfilled. He couldn't get the help he needed because there wasn't enough beds. There is even if you get off drugs, there's all other services that are required, like that are not available. That we should be concentrating on, like counselling and integrating back into society and helping them to get jobs. But your, bo- you, you, them- your bottom line is make it harder for people to get drugs, not easier. Yes, definitely. And what about the argument of that the drugs war has been lost? Well, then we might as well all give up. What have we got Gardaí for? What have we got control, border controls for? What have we got? Like, we can't just throw our hands up in the air and say, ah, oh, well, the drug lords are winning. We have to win this fight. And our children other, and our but, grandchildren but deserve an, it. But Annette, you, you mentioned about young people dying. Is there not, and this is totally understandable, and bear with me as I say this, is there not uh, a wish if a young person died from taking, a, I don't know, an e-tablet or heroin or whatever, uh, are the family not more likely to say in in RIP or whatever, I tell a friend, oh, they died unexpectedly. Is, is there not a shame attached to... Oh, there's a stigma, absolutely. So does that not, does that well, not if we had distort education, the figures? That yes, it does, of course. But what we need is to be reaching our young people in their schools, in their um, their football groups, and we need to educate because there are predators waiting to steal our children's lives and they get them so easily. You only have to sit in your car in certain areas and you can yeah. see business as usual, broad daylight well, going what I, on. Well, what I couldn't believe over the weekend, I heard the name, that obviously I won't say it, I heard the name of a pub in Dublin where uh, these drugs can be openly sourced 
And this this name, uh, I was told, is well known to the Gardaí. Well, why do, do the Gardaí, well, no, they don't, but surely the Gardaí can go in and shut down a pub for a month until they investigate it. That would soften their cough, wouldn't it? If a guard, the local superintendent said, I'm shutting your pub for a month. They did it, by the way, during the lockdown. They got yeah. powers during the lockdown. You know the couple of pubs around the country where people were caught on the premises. They were taken to court. What about if, if the Gardaí are told that drugs have been sold in this pub that they should be able to shut down the pub for a month, two months, and until they find out what's happening. Okay, uh, Michelle, please, Michelle, your point, please. How are you, Joe? How what, what do you think of the Citizens' Assembly on how to I reduce know, the Joe. harm I'm of illicit drugs? I'm sitting on the fence of it, but I just okay. want to share with you. I just want to share with you what I saw on Friday. So, I was coming through the city on Friday, and um, I was coming past a bus stop. And I was alerted to a young man, probably 14, 15 years of age, okay. well polished in his school uniform and in his shoes. And his head was bent down. He was I knew he was slooped over, oh, slouched gosh. over. So I didn't know whether something was after happening. And I was kind of said, are you all right? And he looked up and I could see the, the watch, the, the tinfoil and stuff on the ground. Oh, I knew he had taken drugs. And OK, like... Be it shameful or not, Joe, I didn't intervene and I didn't get any more involved. I walked away, but that evening, my stomach was sick because I was saying some mother sent her child out to school. At this bus stop, where I'm not going, obviously not going to say, but it was going to a, you know, a a, a nice area, not that there's, you know what I mean, not that there's any distinction of where you're coming from. But my perception was always that, you know, it was kids who are mitching from school and stuff like that. But for the first time, I was so saddened, so saddened, Joe, to see a young child of 14 or 15, I'd never used a niece at that age, who was slumped over and strung out of his head on drugs. And that was heroin. If there was was tinfoil, black tinfoil involved, he was smoking heroin. And like, you know, like to me, that was, you know, that like, it was Mm. just a, somebody had taken that child's innocent away from, his mother is probably working like all mothers, you know, that are out working and probably sending her son to school well suited and booted, thinking he's safe. And there he was sitting on the steps waiting for his bus home out of it. And I just, my stomach, I, I can't get that, that image out of face, head, yeah. uh, uh, you know, image out of my head. So, okay, say, I say, mean... Stay with us, Michelle. Connor Brenner, Connor, your point, please. Connor. Um, hello there, Joe. Mm. I think now... What we have is a sort of a situation where, like, a co- cocaine and ecstasy are the drugs that are mainly taken by people that are going out into nightclubs. If you look at sort of cannabis and everything, you couldn't get away with smoking cannabis in a nightclub or a pub. Okay, You'd be turfed good out. Point. Good point, Cause, yeah. you're Because you're smoking. <laughs> exactly. So really what you have is people are looking for a convenient sort of a drug. But then when you tie it back into the fundamental issue of the whole thing, young people, do, they, do young people go out to pubs like uh, uh, sober and get drunk in a pub no what young people tend to do is they binge drink or they pre-drink beforehand mm-hmm. before going out because the, the cost of a pint for example in Temple Bar or say in any of your um, uh, streets in Dublin is is quite a lot of money for the average young person who doesn't have a lot or the average young person or college student that doesn't have a lot of money in the first place well, so what what do, well okay Connor and I strongly take your point about cannabis that, that because, because of the smoking ban um, uh, cannabis, the, the use of it is probably taking 
uh, more so at home. Don't we have these new uh, gummies, which is our sweets infused with cannabis, that the Gardaí issued this warning about the live line today, asking people not to take them. They're called runts or gummies. But Connor, what, what about uh, ecstasy and cocaine? Where, where, where do you, not where do you get them? But are people aware? For example, of the horrific impact that even one of those e-tablets can have, and you can kill your stone dead. Um, no, no I, I've never taken drugs. Yeah, I've never yeah. taken drugs, but I think people do, Joe. But what tends to happen is people get some amount of alcohol into them, and then that lowers their inhibitions, and they okay. would do stuff that they might necessarily do sober. But I think it's people are looking for a sort of a quick fix, a cheap fix, and that's why they're turning to drugs. And I think it's. It'd be brand to tire all young people with the one brush that all young people are taking drugs and everyone in nightclubs oh, yeah, are taking that, drugs. Yeah. But, yeah, but it's... I, like, when you go into a nightclub now or even into a kind of a pub, say, on Camden Street or those sorts of areas in Dublin, when you walk into a bathroom, it's covered in this sort of a white... It's covered in white powder. Like, I think it's actually disgusting now for somebody who doesn't take drugs. And when you think about it, it's like, we're saying, oh, will we decriminalise them um, and let people use them in pubs? Like... There's no such place as, like, a pub that only sells drugs, or the equivalent of, a, like, a drugs pub. Like, everyone goes into a pub knowing that, yeah. or oh, people are going to be drinking alcohol. It's the fundamental nature of a pub. But we have no drugs equivalent. So I think that, while I re- welcome the fact uh, of looking at how to reduce the harm of them, I'd be very, very uh, sceptical of decriminalisation, because I think that would just kick the bucket down the road. And ultimately, how do you kind of teach young people that it's not okay to go out and get absolutely pissed. Well, remember, Maybe the, the, two or three the, the main term of, terms of reference is Citizens' Assembly. Would the Citizens' Assembly will be asked to consider, this is the government welcoming their own decision, the Citizens' Assembly will be asked to consider the legislative policy and operational changes the state could make to significantly reduce the harmful impacts of illicit drugs on individuals, families, communities and wider society. Do you think that is leaning in the, in the direction of uh, how do we decriminalise some drugs? Uh, not necessarily. I think, like, um, like just because the Citizens' Assembly is having a look at things, we don't automatically have to go, oh, well, obviously they're going to decriminalise them. Mm-hmm. I think that would be wrong, and I think it would be uh, wrong also to preempt what the Citizens' Assembly uh, is going to come out with, because if we knew what the Citizens' Assembly was going to come out with, what's the point in having the Citizens' Assembly in the first place? Well, well, part of it is within the term, there there is not a Citizens' Assembly being set up on alcohol or cigarettes. There's a Citizens' Assembly saying what changes uh, should be considered about uh, about illicit drugs. About it, that's they're hardly going to they're hardly going to come up with citizens assembly in a year's time and say, okay, having considered everything, we've now decided to uh, that we've now decided that the government should phase out the smoking of cigarettes over the next ten years, which you're doing in in New Zealand. Like, Joe, it, it, is, it is going in one direction, Michelle. Yes. Yeah, Joe. I just want to say, right, if if this is going to go ahead, it should be collective. Like one of the other points I want to make is right, and I walk through the city maybe twice a week, mm-hmm. right. The city centre, there's one white police van. That's our answer to police in the streets with, with two police officers inside. Had a policeman have come along and seen that young guy, they could have intervened, they could have took him home, they could have spoke to his family and stuff like that. We don't have anybody policing. They're openly selling drugs on the streets of Dublin. It's funny to walk up O'Connell okay, Street. Okay, Everybody okay. knows it, so that's uh, okay, part okay, of it so, as well. Say, say what is Michelle. Mary, before the break, Mary in Dublin, your point please, Mary. Mary and yeah, I agree with Michelle. 
I'd, I'd agree with Michelle there. I um, actually don't think the assembly should be set up to decriminalise. I think it should be set up to look at regulating um, the product that's on the street. Take the drug lords off the street so that they're not selling it to the young, the young person who's dabbling in drugs. Let it be a safer option. Um, so Ireland, so, so Ireland should regulate. Uh, e-tablets, uh, MMDA, cocaine, no, heroin. No, okay. no, 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 no. We'd, we'd, we'd rapidly become one of the biggest tourist ex- destinations in the world because no other country is going to do it. No, I don't think it should be regulated for in the sense that across the board. What I'm trying to say is if I, I, I moved to a country so that I could get the proper product because it wasn't available here okay. because I had a disease that I wanted to get. Okay. I didn't, uh, uh, let's say an author- uh, a person of authority said to me, why don't you just get it off the streets? I said, would you go to the farm and get milk from the cow's udder? I want to go and get the proper product that I know okay. is free of turpines and everything else. And is there anywhere you can... Uh, you talk- are picking up... Yeah, you're talking about... Let's, you- let's, let's, let's be clear here. You're talking about cannabis. Yes. Is there, is there and not, that's it, only one. I, I never took a recreational drug in okay, my life, but I, I did take that. cannabis I, I because I wanted to try it for a disease. Okay. If the product on the street is so dangerous, and it is so dangerous because nobody knows what's in it, if we can regulate something, that it means they're going to dabble, which they're going to dabble anyway. So if they regulate, why not have hang on, the product they, a little bit safer? Okay, but if they regulate cannabis in Ireland, mm-hmm. who should be able to yeah. buy it? Who should be able to get it? But they're getting it anyway. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't care. I don't want that answer. Sorry. It's, I know that, that doesn't get me anywhere. That's my point. Who sh- if they regulate cannabis in Ireland, who sh- don't, and it's not they're getting it anyway, then we use the same argument for cocaine or whatever. If they regulate cannabis in Ireland, who should be, who should be allowed? Buy it. Who's our new drug lord? Mary, who, Mary, I think people would understand, like you, that people would go to a medic and get a prescription for it. But if they regulate yeah. cannabis, should it, should it only be on prescription? Only on prescription, yeah. You agree with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for your pain. And at the, at the minute, are we not moving in that direction, in fairness? I'd, I'd hope we are, but I think it's very slow. Yeah, Okay. I really do. Okay. Like, we're way, way behind. If you look at Holland, just as one country, who are selling a product that's so refined and so safe, and that I've tried, why can Ireland not move in that direction? Okay, Bree, thanks, Mary, and I hope I hope you do get the pain relief. My God, sounds off. Bree, um, yeah. you're on medicinal as well. Come, come on, you think cannabis has a lot of medicinal properties. Absolutely, completely. Compared to other drugs, like, absolutely. And what's the difference between, well, it's a super question, but uh, cannabis is grown, isn't it? It is a plant. That's, that's literally it. That's the complete difference between ecstasy, that and Ecstasy other tablets are made and... All made, all chemicals, all absolutely, you don't know what's in them. I can tell you what's in weed, though. Good old nature and God and that's it. That's literally all you're getting in weed, unless it's chemically sprayed, which, you know... Could be the cause of all okay, this. Okay, well, um, well, sh- well, then I'll, I'll go to you. Try and get. Do, do, could we, should we ever consider regulating ecstasy and MMDA and cocaine? My personal opinion on that is no. 
because mm. I do believe they're dangerous drugs. We don't know in themselves. what's going in them. And children, regardless of whether they're regulated or not, will get their hands on okay. them. Like okay. It's the same with alcohol and cigarettes. They're okay. going to get their hands on them. Yeah, but alcohol is heavily regulated and taxed, and cigarettes are heavily regulated and taxed, and there is a campaign uh, to yeah, actually try, we and, try and get like, rid of cigarettes altogether. But that didn't stop the fact that I was able to stand outside them shops at 13 years old and get adults to go in for me. Like, you know, I like know, it's, it's know, the fact of the matter, well, you know. Maybe we, now. They will be able I, just wonder how, I just wonder how often ha- that happens now that adults run in and get your loose wood or whatever, because I think people now <laughs> understand the awful, the awful. Um, the truth, and, yeah. and you said cocaine almost ruined your life. Absolutely, yeah. Like, that's mentally, completely, it, 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 I can't explain what it does. To your head, anybody who has taken cocaine in the past or is currently taking cocaine knows how dangerous it is for your mental, more so than anything else, you know? But um, that's that's the main thing. Like, you, you don't know. People are getting them, and to make it worth a while selling it, they're mixing it with absolutely everything to double it in size and triple it in size, which could be anything from lidocaine, you know, benzocaine, mm-hmm. Bloody bacon soda, whatever you need. Like, but isn't you know, there but every isn't there every every chance that this citizens assembly will come up ex- with exactly you've just predicted? Someone put write this down and put it in an envelope and seal it. They will come up with the following. They will say we should not do anything, um, which seems beyond logic anyway. Sorry, totally logical that we should not do anything to legalise cocaine, uh, ecstasy, heroin, but what we should do is move to decriminalise uh, cannabis even more. That's what's going That's That's the outcome of the Citizens' Assembly. That's what's going to happen. OK, my can just break, Joe. Like, sorry. You're not going to find anybody who's overdosed from cannabis. Like, I'll, I'll wait. Well, well, ha- well, hang on. No, hang on. No, hang on. I'll, I'll tweet this article from the Priory Clinic in Lynn, in Lynn, and there's, there's more and more uh, medical evidence about the psychotic, the psychosis emanating from use of cannabis. I'm sorry. There is. There is. There is. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Mary. Thanks, Annette. Thanks, Bree. Thanks, Connor. Joe at rt.a. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 Okay, Catherine is on the line about the Citizens' Assembly that's been set up to reduce the harmful impacts of illicit drugs. Uh, Catherine, uh, your point, please. I agree fully with you, Joe, about the psychosis end of no, it's what not, we... It's not we me. It's not no, me. I agree, no, I sorry, agree with what a, you yeah. said. There is an, um, a very big impact on psychosis from weed. Weed isn't just weed. There's every, there's all sorts of stuff put into that, you know? Okay, and what are, what are you seeing where you live? I live in rural Ireland, and it's just, it's everywhere. Young lads going around the flashy cars and the lifestyle they're living out of this money making. Yeah. It's just disgusting. Like, and you know, it's just, where do you go? Like, what do you, you do like to stop it? You know, reeling in young little 15, 16 year old vulnerable kids. Yeah, like, um, we, something has to be done, you know. The, the, we really need something done in Ireland for this to protect our youth. Well, the well, the government are doing something. They're setting up a citizens' assembly, and they say this is part of our commitment in the program for government. Is they set up a, a citizens' assembly to reduce the harmful, to discuss the changes the state could make to significantly reduce the harmful of, uh, impacts of illicit drugs on individuals' families. There's only one answer to that. That is. Uh, lead, decriminalise cannabis even more or legalise cannabis. Um, well, that, and, uh, 
That eventually will come down the line. They're well, starting to do it in Holland, aren't they? Yeah, but they're, they're actually clamping down on it in Holland if you look at what's happening in Amsterdam because it's gone crazy. And they're actually yeah. clamping down on it in Lisbon, which is parroted as a great example of yeah. uh, uh, decriminalisation of drugs. Yeah. And the stuff I'm reading recently is that it's it's crazy over there. Helen Whitehead has contacted us from the United States of America, uh, New Jersey, where we know in certain states, haven't they, Helen, they've, they have decriminal, they've legalised marijuana, have they not? Yes, they have. Uh, Colorado was the first state in okay. the U.S. that uh, marijuana was legalized. Right. And since then, they've had, um, you know, a, like I suppose it's something similar to the citizens, you know, oversight mm-hmm. uh, since 2013. And 2019, like I'm just going to mention one of the issues that has, you know, not been a good thing. Um, and I'm just going to read it off the okay. report. It says, since recreational marijuana was legalized, traffic deaths in which drivers tested positive for marijuana increased 109%, while all Colorado traffic deaths increased only 31%. Um, Since recreational marijuana was legalized, traffic deaths involving drivers who tested positive for marijuana more than doubled from 55 in 2013 to 115 people killed in 2018. So those are just two of the points that I wanted to make about the traffic deaths while people are driving. And what do you think we could learn from the fact that certain states have have, uh, legalised recreational, well, marijuana is regarded as as a a, a less potent form of cannabis or whatever, but uh, what do you think we could learn from, I don't know, we we need a citizen's assembly just to read the papers in this day and age, but anyway, what, those citizens' assemblies generally are very good. um, and people are ringing up saying, "Can I be on the citizens' assembly?" You're 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 picked by uh, demographics. And in fairness, when the original citizens' assembly came out on the marriage referendum, uh, we had a member of the citizens' assembly on here on a regular basis, and she was absolutely brilliant and fair. And she told us how she was picked, and it was a very 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 fair uh, fair system. But uh, Helen, what what do you think the lessons are for Ireland in the? The decriminalisation, so the legalisation, it's different, of recreational drugs. Seems to me the answer is no. Yeah, I think they, I think, yeah, I think they really need to look at the states in the US and see what the impact has mm. been before they jump forward and think this is a great idea. That's what I mm. think. Learn from the states that have, that have already done it and maybe they can tweak it better if it does actually go through. But I really think they need to go back and look at what has happened and the results of it because it's not a positive thing. And like the other point I wanted to make was that marijuana in general can't be measured the same as alcohol. You know, so we're we're able to measure alcohol content and marijuana. It's actually really impossible to do that. So the gummies that are being sold in stores here, kids are picking them up as in Ireland um, and ending up in the emergency ward. And also um, dog walkers are bringing their dogs to the vet wondering what's wrong with them only to find that they sniffed out uh, gummies and ate them so okay. that's another issue and where, where can you, you know, buy where can you buy gummies in the states Helen you can buy them everywhere they have stores popped up everywhere now in, in every City, in every state in well I'm not in every state now okay. I'm only I like I live in New Jersey okay. and I'm in New York uh, and definitely where I live there's two 
gummy stores and marijuana stores that you can go up to and buy stuff. But again, it's 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 very hard to measure it. That's the problem. That's a good point. So stay, even though, stay with us, Helen, know, if you can. Yeah. I just want to bring in James. James, your point, please. James. Hi, Joe. How's it going? Good, thanks. Your point, please. Yeah. Um, I just find it interesting that cigarettes and alcohol that give about five, six billion to the exchequer every year yeah. are legal. Yeah. And everyone knows, anyone that can open, see, open their eyes, Mm-hmm. Cocaine use is rife in this country, as is marijuana. Now, I don't have an easy answer to this. I don't know whether it should be legalized or not. But at the same time, if you if you keep it unlegalized, the kids are going to get it. I guaranteed. I don't know where yeah. to get. I've I've never seen cocaine being sold. Maybe Neither I, have I. Well, Dan, what, what what are you saying? Everyone knows where no, cocaine but, is sold. No, no. No, I don't know right. where. I don't know where. Maybe I'm stupid. I don't know where you can get a knee tablet. I don't even know what a knee tablet looks like. It's funny. You I don't say know. That I don't know where you can get cannabis. So well, I don't. I don't know if it's that rampant, and that's in its availability. Well, you should ask the HSE. It is rampant. It's rampant all over the place, right? I've personally so, never seen it. Okay. So, so uh, okay. Sorry, I'm I'm taking you off the point. So what should be done, James? That's a very good question. Uh, well, if cigarettes are legalised and alcohol yeah. is legalised, well then, wouldn't it be better to buy drugs in a chemist where the government are getting the tax take and you know that it's pure? Annette, what do you think of that? Get taxed to drugs? I Annette. don't. I think we still have a legal drug. I think it's a bad idea. I really do. Because of the different effects it have on different people. Okay, okay. John Smith, John, you're listening to James there. And James, it's, yes. it's, a, it's a hoary old argument. Um, alcohol and, and the TDs use it. Alcohol and cigarettes are regulated. Why can't we, some TDs, why can't we regulate Joe, drugs? John. Joe, Joe, it's a different problem, Joe, because the thing is, if you want to give up drink for Lent, which I have done and do it every year, no oh, problem. Yeah, okay. I can go into a pub and I don't, I don't want to drink. But whatever cocaine and heroin does to these guys, they have to have it 24-7 once they're on it. They just can't come off. They have to get methadone. They have to go to these these uh, centres to be taken off it. Yeah. So you can't co- can't co- drink the same as drugs. In my book, anyway. And the guards are not doing enough, anyway, because you have no guards in the city centre of Dublin. They should be walking around, and everybody that's stealing drugs, pick them up and take them off the street every day. You know, we're living in, like Joe in a, in a banana republic. We have no police on our streets. Yeah, there's no we, we, two we guys have, driving around in a car, Joe. Yeah, okay. Joe, okay. no, no, there's no, no two John, guys driving no, around in a car. I, I, let's not turn, Where's the time? Yeah, let's not turn it into a bar stool thing. I want to go back yeah, to the... Yeah, to, no, I have to the very, no, John, the very serious point you make about... Uh, in fairness to you, you've given up drink. You, you find it very straightforward, every Lent or whatever. Yeah. Whereas, and I'll put your point to James. Uh, James, you say alcohol and cigarettes are the biggest killer. So what's the, what's, what's, why, why don't we come in the other direction and say we've enough drugs legalised. We've seen all the harm a drink does. Yeah. We've seen all the harm smoking does. What in the name yeah. of God are we doing trying to legalise more but, drugs? Like, yeah, it doesn't James, make sense, James. We've seen all the damage that alcohol does. We've seen all the damage that cigarettes do, do, does. What in the name of God, what in the name of the Citizens' Assembly are we doing trying to uh, legalise more drugs? No, that's a fair point, but the point yeah. I'm trying to make is 
two two drugs are legalized because huge damage. Yeah, well, that's, well, let's try and stop the damage. Exactly. Well, let's that, try and sorry, let's try and reduce it. Let's let's well, let, then, let's ban smoking. Full well, stop. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like to do? Ban. Well, you're not saying. You're saying that. It's, it, no. Well, okay, no, I know no, you're. you're, you're not, you're okay. Not okay. You're well, not okay. Okay. That's my my fault. But James, what do you think about uh, Joe, the? Joe, I have the, one no, other point. Uh, 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 Helen, okay. Your point. I please. have one other point, and yeah, that please. is that since yeah, since the opening of the marijuana stores uh, or cannabis stores, um, and because they're regulated, the cities and uh, that are allowing them, uh, if you go into them, they end up charging more for, let's say, one joint than you can get from a dealer on the street. So, you know, the bottom line is that the drug dealers are going to sell it for less, so they're, they're still going to be in business. That's just my point. Oh, good point Here, yeah. that's what's happened. Okay. And J- James, um, just... Should we should we rather which which I take your point about alcohol and drugs alcohol and cigarettes, but um, should we maybe have a citizens assembly about what they're doing in New Zealand and that is that anyone born after the year uh, twenty ten cannot buy a cigarette will never be able to buy a cigarette full stop so that's a gradual way of getting rid rid of cigarettes should we try that in Ireland given that cigarettes are having such an awful impact well. We I agree with the last lady as well, right? And I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you, right? Yeah, why not try it um, and see if it works? But I suppose the only point I'm trying to make is two drugs are legal, one is illegal, and as that lady said, the previous lady, right, you can get it cheaper from a dealer than you can yeah. elsewhere. So uh, all my, the, my only point that I'm trying to make is it's happening now, it's rampant, mm. and people are suffering because of it. Okay, right? and, I t- and I take your point, and, and I'll read out again because you're reminding me of it, um, as you say, and, and regardless of my own uh, sheltered life and, and not knowing where to get drugs, um, I would remind it's just in support of what the point that James made. Um, Gardaí are conducting inquiries after a number of children required hospital treatment last night following an incident at a residence in West Dublin. Uh, it is understood the children became became ill having consumed a product advertised as cannabis-infused edibles. Their conditions, thankfully, are not life-threatening. Joe with RT.ie. Thank you all. Thank you all. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. We're talking about a citizens' assembly on uh, reducing the harmful effects of illicit drugs. And we're talking about the number of TDs and ministers who last week revealed. Now, they were asked, but they could have told the newspapers, which I'm sure they do on a regular basis, to get lost. But a number of them admitted taking, uh, a significant number seems to have tried cannabis. Um, and other drugs which he didn't specify, and one admitted taking ecstasy, but didn't. Well, I presume wasn't asked where'd you get it, where would you buy it off? Uh, it is illegal. Anthony Ryan, Anthony, your point, please. Joe, uh, I just like to ask, who's going to pay for this? Because when you've got X amount of thousand kids with psychotic problems in the state, they've all got to be looked after, or looked after by the HSE. With the HSE doesn't have enough money to look after people who get genuine, normally acquired. Diseases. Well, well who, who looks after people who have cirrhosis of the liver or because of alcohol, not all cirrhosis of the liver has got bad alcohol, or uh, lung We don't problems. even want to be dealing with that, Joe. We don't want to deal with that. We're trying to get people to cut down their alcohol, 
cut down the, the abuse they're doing to themselves. They're now going to add another problem to the mix. So you're saying... And what are you going to do in 30 years' time when you have X amount of thousand people who've got problems in this country from drugs? We've got a, uh, the, we, our, our nation's getting older. There's less young people. And you add a drug problem into that, you've got people who cannot function in society. That's all of them out of that pot. This, yeah. this, talking about legalised drugs, how about, how about talking about cutting, clamping down on the drug dealers and the importation of drugs? Put the Navy back to sea instead of tying them up with hardballing. Put people in the services to haul these buggers off the sea or now the problem, bring drugs uh, into the state. Well, do you, do you think if we knew then what we know now about cigarettes that we wouldn't have allowed them take off as much as they did in the last century. Of course we wouldn't. That's why the cigarette companies spent billions of dollars and pounds trying to keep that information quiet. Good point. Cigarettes. We know what drugs cigarettes do. All smoke. you have to do is go look at it. Yeah, cigarettes Hang smoke. On. All you have to do yeah. is look at America and look at the problem with the drugs there. You, can, you, you don't have enough police walking around the streets of this country. You go from James Street to Collins Street in Dublin mm. and you will, you can, you'll be up on your hundreds of the amount of people who are off their heads on drugs. Do you want that in every town in the country? Because cannabis is a gateway drug. It's accepted all over the world, even amongst cannabis users. So would you, would you legalise cannabis? No, I wouldn't. But you're adding to the psychosis. Okay, would you legalise any... Uh, we've, we've alcohol and uh, cigarette, and obviously... Just yeah, we've alcohol and tobacco, right? That's a legalised drug, right? You have such a choice of alcohol at the moment, and you have a serious choice of cigarettes. You legalise cannabis, they'll, they'll want to legalise ecstasy. Then they'll want to legalise heroin. They don't want to stop because as a human being, as a species, we are consumers. We get one thing, we want a better thing, a bigger, higher, bigger both. And it'll get to the point where your streets, your streets of Dublin and most towns in the country are not safe as it is with people on drugs. Your, your roads are. Look at the amount of crashes in this country that you've had okay. with people what, on drugs. But Anthony, what do you think of the New Zealand thing? Given that we are talking, but there isn't a citizen's assembly here on smoking and drinking. Maybe there should be before they have a citizen's assembly on uh, illicit drugs. Cigarette smoke contains at least 69 carcinogenic substances. And since yep. 2004, the US Surgeon General has advised that smoking is directly linked to several different forms of cancer. The uh, health yep. risk posed so, by now tobacco. Yeah, now, uh, what they've done in New Zealand is, uh, as of this year, it will prohibit anyone born on or after January the 1st, 2009 from buying cigarettes. This means that New Zealand will have an annual rising legal age limit from buy, for buying smoked tobacco products, effectively barring young generations from cigarettes. The country has set itself a target of pushing the national smoking rate below 5% within two years. Below 5% in New Zealand. Could we do that here? That won't. You can't do that here at the moment because you can't control the illicit drugs in our society at the moment. Are you going to control cigarettes? So why don't you just work on the things which are illegal and try and sort them out okay. and try and educate people to a point where they don't smoke or consume huge amounts of alcohol? But you're saying do the not... Problem in this country, <laughs> the problem in this country, Joe, is this, is that this is a red herring, Right. We throw the New Zealand way they do. I don't live in New Zealand. I live in the Republic of Ireland. Okay. And if I walk what's a red herring? The where I'm standing right now. It's the citizens' New assembly. Z- around New Zealand. It's the citizens' assembly. Which the citizens' the assembly is a massive red herring because all it's going to do it's going to throw an idea of the government to the government and say, "Well, we did have an assembly, we did have this, and there's still nothing done." The only way to deal with this is to put the people in prison who are importing huge amounts of drugs and producing drugs in this country, and don't put them away for ten years, fifteen years. You have a narco terrorism going off this country because every one of those people who are dealers are highly armed. Some of them better armed than our own police. 
Now, that's what you should be doing. Not talking BS at a, at a talking shop, which costs hundreds of thousands of euros. Get rid of that crap. Give the police the, the surveillance equipment, the laws and the rules to put these people away for 50 years. If you want to destroy a whole generation of people, we'll put you away for 50 years. Treat it like uh, paedophilia. You're inferior with kids or you're selling drugs to kids, you're a detriment to that kid. And that's the way we should do with it. it should be, if you're dealing drugs, you should be scum. Because you're, excuse my French, fecking up some kid's permanent life ahead of them. As we've seen with paedophilia. And where did, those, where did those children last night in West Dublin get those cannabis sweets? From that, some, some that, scumbag that, who that could stand there and sell it with impurity, in hospital. impunity. Because the guy who gave it to him, he's, he's, he's never going to be touched for it. Oh, well, he's just one of 500 doers in the city selling crap. Well, I would say lift them and do them under terrorist laws. Because if you're going in putting a bomb in a school and blowing up children, that's the same as going and selling heroin or cannabis drugs if you put children in hospital or kill some of them. And we need to get that through our heads. We are destroying children's lives by allowing this to happen. Not the drug dealers, but we're allowing the drug dealers yeah, but the to sell drugs. Well, well, hang on. Like the government have set up a citizens' assembly on reducing the harmful imp- impacts of illicit drugs on individuals. Harmful impacts. No, hang on, no, hang on, Anthony. Just your analogy. Oh. They haven't set up a, a citizens' assembly on regar- on reducing the harmful impacts of letting off bombs in schools, which is your comparison. No, ha- no. There's a drug bomb gone off in this country in the last ten years. That's what's happened. Okay, back after very this slow, break. Stay with insidious. us. Stay with us. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Joe Duffy. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Sorry, phone lines on fire. Way over time. Apologies. Producer Lisa Marie Berry and Ray Darcy is next. 